0: Just, ready
1: me too well this will actually be, actually be our last episode before the new year so happy oh my new God year.
0: Wow look at Tw- us go
1: 2024 Wow what will it have in store? hope it's not a bore
0: whoa Watching, ho-
1: hoping for more.
0: You're so good at making those rhymes (laughs) Let's throw it back, you know Spotify does a rewind of your full year Let's do a rewind of our half a year And since we started this, how many pages of notes have I used? Oh, interesting I have used one (laughs) 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 i've used several (laughs) i almost made her choke on her coffee guys.
1: it's it's been a fun six months we've really
0: we've We've learned learned
1: a lot we've
0: learned quite a bit you know
1: getting our audio has gotten better oh yeah yep yeah but i feel like better at editing and we're gonna start doing these sock puppets. Oh I think this is gonna be a fun year. We're gonna see what happens with the pod this year. What's let's rate what are your top three episodes from twenty twenty
0: three? To film or to listen to? Cause it's the two very different experiences. Oh both. <laughs> okay, my first favorite to listen to the one that I laugh the most on Was probably old timey hygiene. That shit was really funny. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. That one was good. The Chinese Concubines one was fun just because I have a lot of fun memories of that one. Listening to it. My heart was going so fast. I was like, wow, listen to our first episode. It's a hot mess, but listen to it's (laughs) ours.
1: It's so echoey, that first episode. It's so echoey, the audio. It's beautiful.
0: Look at its its growth, though, man, you know? (laughs) And the next favorite episode would probably have to be, ooh, either Vaudeville, Freak Shows, and Carnivals, or... Nah, it wasn't Nicolas Cage. That gave me a a PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's probably going to be our latest one, Lighthouses or Scotland.
1: Those were good. That's because there's
0: some good jokes in there.
1: I really liked um, Atlantis. I liked that one a lot because in it, I only talked about the resort Atlantis, and I tried so hard to make you believe Atlantis was real.
0: I was so confused <laughs> listening to I, that. I was like, hmm? I like, that one.
1: And I like <coughs> leprechauns, old-timey hygiene.
0: I, I think, think to, f- to my film, I think my best memories, though, are of when we did, the leprechaun one is probably the funniest one that we filmed, but that <laughs> was probably, that, that wasn't as funny to listen to not high because I was so confused. I was like, what am I even saying? But my <laughs> memories of filming the leprechaun episode were so funny. I remember laughing so hard. I was crying.
1: <laughs> my favorite part in the leprechaun one was us doing our accents. In yeah. The- when I went to Ireland, they would say third, like turd. And at the end of that episode, I say, oh, it's the turd. And then you go, I love turds. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that episode is just so funny. I just i am still flabbergasted by how we can talk so much but have so little to say about <laughs> leprechauns. <laughs> The next all of it. the next <laughs> funniest episode though to film was probably the Nick Cage one. You guys don't yeah. know it, but Nick Cage went through three versions. We had to film that three times. That's right. And that's why that episode <laughs> sounds kinda dead. <laughs> because the first time we filmed it, it was oh it was so good. It was so funny. We had so many good jokes in it, and then it didn't save and the file got corrupted. So That's then we had right. to film it a second time and then that one didn't save either. And then we had to <laughs> film it a third time and by then our joke it was that was it was a fucking blarney joke. Remember when it was like what's it what's it what is it called on the other side of the world and it was like some fucking backwards blarney or some shit <laughs> I
1: uh. forgot yeah we had to film that one a few times
0: and it yeah. was such a good episode the first time we the filmed it the first
1: that. one was so good and then we yeah something uh, happened uh, oh so we we figured out how to work the technology i think we got it now
0: yeah we're like figuring out what we have the motivation to do my motivation to do is very less <laughs> 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 Then the to do a lot more, and she's amazing. I, I am like, cla- I'm, cl- I'm like dancing on that fine line of I don't know if I need to seek therapy because I'm depressed, or if I'm just a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I
1: dance that fine line every day of my life. Oh, I no right It's
0: so difficult. I see everything you do, and I'm like, I should do so much more. And then I'm just like, but I don't want to. <laughs>
1: you don't have to do anything you don't want to
0: listen to this guys she's the best partner
1: yeah i only do the stuff i want to truthfully which is why we haven't had puppet shows in a minute but i've reached a wave of inspiration and it's gonna be good it's gonna happen i just needed to be inspired you know know what
0: (laughs) the next vacation i go on i'm definitely going to oregon but I'm gonna yeah. bring my Chromebook and we could film one together. <laughs> and I can that help with the fun. puppet show. <laughs> 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 we'll just we'll just go and we'll smash out a bunch of content all at once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna order little those tiny hands for your
0: fingers on oh! Amazon <laughs> for the puppets. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so they'll have little hands. That's so cute. I want clab, crab crab pictures. Okay.
1: One of um, the the things I found on Amazon has like d- hands in different shapes, and one of them is like flipping you off, <laughs> and one is like a palm, and then one is like the rock sign. Oh, those are and cute. And one's like that, and one's like that. It's it's gonna be good.
0: <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, the I'm, drawing I'm guys. Too. The old timey hygiene was th- our first adventure into like trying to animate stuff, and that it's was so hard. It was difficult.
1: So Dude, much respect for animators. Hard. Yeah, good for you guys. So it hard. takes so much time. They and really they're need. They're only doing stick figures. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they need to get paid more. Like, truly. All the movies that you watch Shrek, anime, thousands, millions of image stills all mm-hmm. laced together to bring you quality content. And we couldn't even do stick figures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Our longest animation was like a minute. And oh! It was
0: that was the mushroom stamping (laughs) stick figure that was like blah blah
1: that that one was good
0: (laughs) wow well uh, let's get into this brand new episode episode 17 guys what if we did like we got high and then we learned about stuff and then we taught each other about what we learned about that sounds amazing
1: Because it's also going to be class where we're learning. But everyone's high. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's invited. Yeah, they're not going to want to be tardy for this party. <laughs> class is in session.
0: I'm just eating. I seriously think there's a huge difference between, like, I mean, obviously there's a big difference between brands, but when I eat wilds, like, I'll eat 10 milligrams of a wild gummy and it's like a very smooth high, you know? Yeah. And by the end of it, at the peak, you're just kind of like a warm and mellow. But when yeah. I eat 10 milligrams of wana, I'm fucked. I'm like yeah. beyond belligerent. I'm just like, what's happening? Whoa! <laughs> and like my brain is like totally fucked up.
1: This is real. I feel like the times that I've had wana, they do feel like stronger. I don't know what that is. Like right? it dissolves in your body differently or something? But I, don't I feel that. Wanas do they like get me. It's just they're ju- they taste
0: good, but they're strong. <laughs> so strong. <laughs> but you know, gotta gotta go around and sample everything. So today you're
1: eating what? Juana. Oh, you're eating wana. <laughs> I'm oh. finally,
0: I'm doing some it's a end of the year. New year new me <laughs> but These bottles are so child-proof and my fingers are so weak, I can't open the bottle. Ah! (laughs) What am I supposed to do?
1: Well, I'm eating eating drops today, which are these tiny little gummies. And I'm eating strawberry-flavored. The strain is Pineapple Express, and it actually has some CBD in it, too. Hmm very nice. That's, I like the container. Yeah, they're cute. And then this is the little gummies. They're like little cubes.
0: Oh, they're, they're, that's what the Wana ones look like. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully the Wana doesn't fuck me up. Last time, it's like, it's weird. It's a, it's like an intense high, but it's like, it fucks you up. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm being quite brave with this 10, but it, I, it feels different. Sometimes. I'm hoping it's not as intense as time, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> um, do you have any other morning announcements? Hmm. Um, you can find us at the high class pod on TikTok and Instagram. If you live
0: in Oregon, they might have our high class pod business cards, guys.
1: Yeah, I need to spread those out more. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah good stuff. But, you know, a little a little bit of everything. Plug our socials. You know where to find us. All the big ones. Oh yeah, yeah we're us, out there.
1: Give us a like, a comment. Make sure you're following the podcast or so wherever you listen. Make yeah. sure you're rating us. Those high ratings.
0: Give <laughs> us. Give <laughs> all us or um, shit. Don't give us high ratings or shit. Yeah, no, we-
1: actually. We only want high ratings.
0: Do that. Give us <laughs> bad <laughs> ratings after we've had enough time to get our footing, okay? Y- yeah. If you start punching down at us now, it's like punching down at someone who can't even... I don't even know how to function. <laughs> so
1: yeah, no, good point. So once we have, like, once we're a five-star podcast and have, like, money and stuff, then you guys can humble us. and Yeah,
0: humble them. us and when we're us at the peak learning. of our game. Right now, Precisely. we're just, like... You gotta build us up till we're precisely. getting there. Someone did bring up, <laughs> did we ever bring that up? That somebody on TikTok was like, you had the opportunity to call yourselves high school and you didn't. like, no, we're not high schoolers. <laughs> we're high like class people, okay?
1: It's about how classy we are, you guys. True. It's, like, it's a classy thing, you know?
0: But, uh, yeah, guys, follow us on all the major platforms. Yeah. We are not on Facebook because.
1: Too much work.
0: Yeah, we're not also on, not on, on
1: Twitter or X no, or whatever. No, called X now.
0: Why don't they call it Twix? Oh, because that's trademarked. <laughs> 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 what you also you
1: said that in another episode. You were <laughs> like, oh, it's Twix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? When I have a good idea, I consistently think of similar good ideas. <laughs> I don't know why people don't hire me on their marketing teams. Honestly, I'm so good at this.
1: Yeah, if you would like to hire Linda for your marketing, reach out. Yeah. Email us.
0: If you want to hire people to open up for your wedding and do a comedy routine, we're open. Just apply.
1: Actually, we do have an email. You could actually email us. You could email us suggestions, a love letter. Yeah,
0: but don't picture. hack us. we don't don't have any money
1: we have zero funds (laughs) there's
0: nothing in it for you if you hack us so don't even try
1: (laughs) but yeah you can email us if you want us to shout out like a brand or something you can email us and then venmo us (laughs)
0: <laughs> not even, not the Venmo, it's just, yeah, you know, maybe we do a good job. <laughs> I wish you could see, like, how sneakily my eyebrows were, wagging. I'm, I'm, like, rolling my eyes around, shifty-looking everywhere, but <laughs> you don't do, for no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, welcome back to episode 17, let's go ahead and take a look at what we're learning about today.
1: Man, I really hope it's a good one. Alright, I'm mixing it up. Should we
0: give ourselves only one chance or should we pull two and pick the better one?
1: As always, I think we decide when we pulled one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pull one and then decide if we like it or yeah. not.
1: Okay, drum <laughs>
0: roll. Oh god, I had a burp. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Ooh. Oh. We
1: have Porn industry slash sex work.
0: Ooh, that's (laughs) very interesting. Yes, I'm very interested in this.
1: Ooh.
0: I watch porn never. Never seen it in my life. (laughs) You liar. (laughs) Never seen porn. I don't even know what that is. Is it a type of porn?
1: (laughs) You know, I remember in college, I had to take a class. I think it was gender studies and then we had a section of it where we talked about porn and I remember they like they were saying that in order for you to actually make money, you have to do so many films to actually make like a living.
0: Really? I've heard a lot yeah. of people say like the intro introduction of like OnlyFans has made the porn industry like a lot more better. Mm, like yeah. Better and safer for women too, because like oh, if you I think see that. It, it's just like, I don't know, everybody acts like oh porn's so bad. It's like well, it's the nature, you know. We were yeah. born to fuck and get jiggy with it, you know. Mm.
1: That's science.
0: Unless you're asexual, then you don't have to fuck, and you probably mm-hmm. don't need porn. In you which case, you may
1: not even get jiggy with it. Exactly.
0: Maybe you just like to get down with it. Which is but fair. This is fair, you know, but I'm excited. I have no clue what porn is, and I think this is going to be an interesting episode.
1: Yeah, this will be a good one. Oh, side note, do you remember in high school, we were trying to watch, um... Two girls, one cup? <laughs> well, that's not what I... <laughs> <laughs> no, we were trying to watch, um one of the twilight movies and we had oh. downloaded like a bootleg <laughs> yeah, <with> it was <laughs> twilight porn <laughs> and immediately it was just like penetration 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 <laughs> yeah, i was like oh my god and
0: i closed that it, and you were just like well <laughs> guess we can't watch twilight <laughs> <laughs> of all the movies, just these
1: precious little high schoolers being <laughs> like, let's watch our vampire romance movie. And, and it's
0: pop, 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 pop <laughs> Just <laughs> freaking porn, dude. Wow. Oh, my God. There are but some. You're right.
1: There was also Two Girls, One Cup when we were in high school. That oh, yeah. Oh, my one. gosh. Do you remember
0: the website, meatspin.com?
1: Yep. Oh, man. You spin me right Oh, yeah, on. oh, yeah.
0: There's a lot of them. But I don't know if that counts. I'm a little glad that does. I can't wait to learn about it. I have so many questions. I bet you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, we <do> apply.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I in, mean, but I don't want to be in it. I want to be behind the scenes. Oh,
1: maybe by the end of this, we'll both make, like, we can make a class that, a uh, high class um, foot, foot, Website and make money.
0: Oh, uh, like <laughs> a high class OnlyFans.
1: Yeah, but for our feet. That's yeah. all I'm willing to sell right now.
0: I could <laughs> sell pictures of like my armpit, I guess.
1: Feet and armpits, <laughs> baby. Get our There's got to be a market fans. for us somewhere. Absolutely. I think we of just got to do it.
0: Absolutely. We'll find
1: out. We'll find out when we study this. Porn and sex work. What a Let's treat. Let's
0: do it. All right. See you guys in a little bit time to study. Wow, studying is so hard.
1: Yeah, I wonder what we'll learn.
0: Hey guys, it's episode 17. Oh wait, you guys already knew that. <laughs> Did they maybe they needed a reminder. <laughs> it was like A minute ago for them that we told them (laughs) what episode it was. Seventeen. Again. Seventeen. Again. Seventeen. Again. (laughs) Seventeen.
1: I know you're- I know you're referencing the movie, but I like the idea of me thinking that you're telling me to say it again. Seventeen. Again. Seventeen. Again.
0: As you could tell, our drugs have kicked in. That was so funny and so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Well, it's an odd episode, which means I get to go first. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ken
0: is still making me laugh. (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God, my face hurts. (laughs) <laughs> Again. It just never
1: stops. Again. That was the whole episode. We should just put it on a loop for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Again. We should save that for our April Fool's episode. <laughs> Ooh, I like that.
1: <laughs> I oh like that God. a lot.
0: That is so funny. That was like the perfect... That was a perfect dad joke, honestly. That was good stuff. It was a 10 out of 10. That really was. That was so funny. I can't believe I laughed for that long. <laughs> oh, it was perfect. I uh, have tears. Uh, oh, yeah, anyways. that was good stuff. Tell me about the porno you learned about. So,
1: let me tell you. I learned about the history of pornography. And you know what? I learned a lot and it was very interesting. Oh. Yeah, so that's genuinely all I looked up. So we're just gonna go through a timeline of pornography. All right, send me through, boss. So what what, what I'm telling you is the topic that I looked up, it was all about the history. So I'm just gonna tell you about the history of pornography.
0: Wait, why did you say that three times?
1: <laughs> what? I was testing you. I want to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I'm
0: making sure you're listening. I feel so gaslit. Like, I feel like I understood it heard correctly, but your response makes me feel like I didn't. <laughs> but I'm pretty you're sure right. you said the same thing three times. Just let the word flip around every once in a while. Or am I crazy? Is your gaslighting working? This is is happening in real life. Right now, I'm being gaslit. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't know what you said now. I feel like I don't know if I actually ever heard it. (laughs) This is what gaslighting is. is. Oh my god. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is exactly what <laughs> I wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh wow! Okay. What an evil way to make people to <laughs> stay with you, even though you're an abusive asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. So, um, so again, I'm just gonna talk about the history of. Pornography. Okay. <laughs> so, number one, pornography was invented in, you guessed it, Rome. There was this gentleman named Marcantonio Riomandi, and he published these paintings or these engravings by Giulio Romano, and oh, they were titled The. the P- 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 they said the Guilla Romano, <laughs> and he, he titled the paintings, the engravings, they were <laughs> titled I <y> Modi. E. <laughs> <Y> modi? See. <Si. laughs> <laughs> but here's the dealio so he published 16 explicit engravings. But then the Pope at the time got real mad and was like, hey, you're in jail. So (laughs) he put this guy in prison and was like, you can't just be like sharing these sexual photographs (laughs) with the world, how dare you? (laughs) So now that guy's in prison, but then the people outside get the idea, hey, what if we put sonnets with these sexy pictures? So boom, now you have the whole thing, you got the sexy sonnet and the sexy picture. Wow. And so now, at this point, what's his face escapes prison and he's like, yo, let's do it. And anyways, (laughs) that's all I really learned about that.
0: (laughs) So their sexy sonnet would be like, damn, yo ass so fine. And then the next one would be, I really wanna make it mine. (laughs) but it'd be porno uh, based so it'd be like dig so big they call, they gotta dig you out (laughs) well precisely but keep
1: in mind this was 1524 so it would more so be like His not
0: like (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) his dickus is is far too grand for you sire precisely that's more the vibe Linda (laughs) I'm glad we were on the same page as that one. <laughs> Precisely. So, so that's just
1: the start of where we're getting porn vibes, where like it's right. being distributed cool. and stuff. So that's 1524, Rome. Now, let's jump forward to 1555.
0: <coughs> <laughs> He's choking on his <laughs> <laughs> she almost <laughs> choked to <death>. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> This
1: is too much. I, I, I have so many notes and I've, I've only made it this far. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh boy okay. okay okay we are jumping to 1555. okay now at this point someone like it's the same images from the roman artist except now it's like a wood a uh, woodcut booklet and this was like an artifact that was found so it was a woodcut booklet of the same images, but it was funny when I was reading about this because they were like when they found them, they were very worn down. Like it looked like they had <laughs> used repeatedly. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> when found they were incredibly worn. anyways that was just something funny um oh and then i actually looked at those pictures because i was like i want to see this ancient like porn they're just stone dildos right well no 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 this were these were the images that they wrote or that they drew so that was the roman thing is they like had these images and then with the sonnets but I looked up the images, and, <laughs> and, like, some of them were so blurry that I couldn't understand <laughs> what was happening. Like, I would just see, like, limbs. Oh! <laughs> just, <laughs> limbs uh. everywhere. Um, and some of them were a little more clear. And with the ones that were clearer, you just see, like, it's usually just men and women, like, having sex in different positions. But there was one where, like, the mattress on the bed was, like... Oh going onto the floor, and, like, the lady was, like, all, like, like, curved up on a bunch of pillows, what? and it was, like, <laughs> it, I, I was, like, wow, that, they're, like, doing gymnastics She's in this picture. <laughs> but, like, the mattress was, it was, like, sliding off the bed, which I thought was funny. Oh. But, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, number one in history, what, like, we're considering is the starting point for pornography. Okay. So now, we're gonna jump forward to 1826, and this was when photography was invented. Game changer. By the time we get to 1860, it's, like, more commercially available, cameras and stuff, and photographs. So now we're getting into erotic photos. Oh. Yeah, but they were only allowed for artist studies. So you if you took an erotic photo, you'd have to register it and oh. it would be like a scientific picture pretty much. Oh. For artists. Yeah, but huh. then like artists would like use them as like references when they drew. Oh. So that's, that's interesting. Like, That's what was allowed, but obviously on the underground, people were like, "Yo, you wanna see this nigga lady?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't mind me, sir Jimmy Jim DJ Bob.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Precisely, it took the words from my mouth. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, I know,
1: I'm pretty good at these things. (laughs) Yeah, so in 1860, we now have, and this is just France, this is Paris, so in Paris in 1860, you're seeing so many photography studios, there's over 400 just in Paris, and most of them are making money from illicit photos, and so it's again, it's not really legal. It's like a gray area. So they're selling them at train stations, traveling salesmen, or like women in the streets will carry them under their dresses and be like, Psst, hey, buy this.
0: <laughs> hey! They expose <laughs> themselves and the pictures are like in their trench coats. Buy my pictures!
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Now, in around 1855 is when people like stop submitting nudes to be registered for academia now they're just doing their own thing so yeah you're seeing like pornography is starting to like enter in the masses and people are starting to see like oh we can make money off of this but again it's not really legal it's pretty seedy Oh. Yeah, so this is like 1800s. Um, By around the 1890s and early 1900s, we're starting to see like more pornographic magazines, calendars, pinups, stuff like that. And now in the 1920s, boom, we're getting film. So now we're getting stag films. Wow. And these are, like, the first pornographic movies. And they were made for male gatherings and brothels, mostly. Oh, my God. That's what a stag club is? Precisely. A stag film was, like, for, like, I think stag. Stag, I think, was, like, slang for, like, Bachelor.
0: Um, So, like, all these guys would get into... A theater room on their own, and then they'll just whip it out and jerk it. That's kind of weird. Well, I don't know if they would all jerk it, but, but they they'd would watch be it watching. together. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they just watch it. I mean, I guess I would too if I was interested in it. But that's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there
1: you have it, those were the stag film days. But you know what I learned that was interesting? So it was around this time, like stag films, they, it was still like seedy. Like the, the whole like pornographic industry at this point with like the pictures, the pinups, the stag films, it's all very seedy and like, there's a lot of social, social disapproval about all this. So in the films, men would often wear like masks or fake mustaches to hide their faces. So boom, that's the birth of the porn stash. Wow, that's kind of sick. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Dating back to the 1920s because they were like, oh, I don't want people to recognize me on the street. But also, think about the women. We didn't have a porn stash to hide. Men are so weak. <laughs> Men are so weak. <laughs> this was interesting. So I guess like Pornhub, they remastered twenty films from the late nineteenth century to the nineteen forties. So I thought that was interesting that Pornhub was like, yo, let's get these antique pornos on our site. Oh, I, was I was like, that's kind of cool. I know <laughs> what they look like. Oh, I'm gonna i d- I'm gonna explain a few to you. Okay. So one of them they described was called the undressing from 1886, and this one shows a Victorian woman, and she's just like, she's like daring to show her feet, like she's like, oh, 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 Uh-oh. oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my toes,
0: what do they look yeah. like? Oh,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, very scandalous. So that one's 1886, and it's called the undressing. And then another one, they said, was called The Hairdresser. This one is in 1905, and it's a woman doing hair topless. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then in the, like, 1920s are when things start amping up and where, like, the movies are getting, like, way more intense. So... In the 1920s, we're getting into, like, voyeurism and bondage and spanking oh. and cosplay and sex toys and their same-sex stuff. They had and cosplay like, And, and orgies. Yeah. What they cosplay as? I don't know. Like, a winch?
0: I not <laughs> <laughs> know. Powerful Duchess by day. Last of all, <laughs> sex vixen, wench in the evening.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what was around back then. (laughs) Oh, this one was funny. This one is 1921, and its title is The Horner Habdashery. The Horner Habdashery? (laughs) I said it wrong. It's called The Horny Habdashery. (laughs) The horny Horny
0: Habdashery
1: yeah from 1921 and in this film you have a male customer who's like going into a shop and they said that's film at the time it was like expensive and kind of like rare to produce stuff on film Uh so they said that they would immediately get to the sex (laughs) <laughs> and so in this one, you have a male customer, and his pants are off, like, right when he's <laughs> at the door. <laughs> and at this time, so with these, like, beginning spark of the film porn industry in the 20s and stuff, it was all, like, silent and in black and white. So that was early porn. So now we're going to jump way ahead to the golden age of porn, which was around the 1970s specifically 1969 to 1984 the golden age of porn so they ah, call this the, the yeah they call this the golden age of porn because this was when like the public and media honestly were pretty positive about porn there wasn't as much backlash like movies were playing in theaters like roger ebert actually was critiquing a lot of these movies which like i'll read some of his reviews for like some of them and it's wild so there was kind of more of an acceptance of porn at that time so that's why it's the golden age of porn but yeah so and where like i said like The media doesn't mind porn too much at this time, so a lot of these porn movies had big theatrical releases and were legit pretty mainstream. So the first movie was in 1969. It's called Blue Movie, and it was actually made by Andy Warhol. Oh. So he did like the first pornographic theater movie. Now we have 1972 with the all-time classic Deep Throat with Whoa. good old Linda Lovelace. Oh my God!
0: I thought now, you were about to say something about me. Oh no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was no. Like, uh-oh. this is <laughs> this is Linda
0: Lovelace.
1: So now Deep Throat was again a big, giant U.S. theatrical release. Um, it was about A woman whose clitoris is actually in the back of her throat. So she has to do oral in order to get her clitoris stimulated. Oh. So, yeah, that's what Deep Throat is about, is this woman whose clitoris is in her throat. So there's lots ahead. And the movie ends with the line, the end, and Deep Throat to you all. Oh, my God. Yeah. holy shit but they're it's make a movie about her. yeah well Linda Lovelace, her story is like really interesting and it's really sad because she says that like the entire thing she was coerced and assaulted and she straight up says that the movie is rape pornography oh. which is really sad so now keeping that in mind I also read um, Roger Ebert in 1973 he wrote about Deep Throat, he did a whole review about it, and listen to this quote, it made me so mad. So this is Roger Ebert, he says, it is all very well and good for Linda Lovelace, the star of the movie, to advocate sexual freedom, but the energy she brings to her role is less awesome than discouraging. If you have to work this hard as sexual freedom, maybe it isn't worth the effort. Isn't that fucked up? Oh. Especially when you know that she didn't want to be there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So things that led to the end of that golden age, I mean, you're getting into anti-porn feminism, so that's people oh. saying, hey, this industry treats women like trash and it's not good. You're also getting people like the religious groups and the moral groups. They're getting more vocal. And then we also have VHS. VHS was a big part in ending that golden age. So now we're jumping into 1977 to 1991. So again, now we have VHS. So people can watch porn in their own house, finally. They don't have to go to a gross theater or, like, rent an old projector. They could just watch a VHS in their home. We're also, because it's more available and more on demand, now we're getting shorter scenes, so you're not getting those beautiful, long, cinematic stories, you know? It's all just, boom, money shots but also some stuff that worked to end that golden age of porn which is a bummer is the AIDS crisis so now you have stars like worrying about their health and then condoms are being introduced but like viewers don't like condoms some of the performers don't like condoms and because of this you're getting more stigma against porn stars. Like, people aren't seeing them in the same light anymore. And it's kind of similar to how people were treating gay men. Like, there was just this big stigma against Mm -hmm. those people. And then also, people were just dying. So a lot of, like, big stars were dying from AIDS, too. So that was, like, the end of theatrical releases, the end of the media really having like positive stuff about porn. That was the end of that, now we're getting more VHSs. So now we're gonna jump to 1991 to 2004. Boom, we have the internet, which changes everything. Cause now, not only do you have this quick, cheap, free, usually access, but you also have anonymous access. So now people oh. left and right are like, I can watch porn with no one knowing about it. Yeah, private <laughs> browsing. Precisely. So now we're gonna jump for 2004 to the present. So now at this point, you know, we have the internet, we have cable TV. I'm gonna do a little history on Pornhub specifically, cause that's a big name. So Pornhub launched in 2007 in Canada! I didn't know Pornhub was Canadian.
0: Wow. Yeah. I'm it a little is... more disappointed by that. Oh, really? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> a little disillusioned by Canada now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't look at them the same way now. Nope. <laughs> Um, it is blocked in a lot of countries. A lot of countries don't even allow Pornhub. So like India, China, the Philippines, Pakistan, ugh, no Pornhub. Uh. There is a yearly Pornhub awards, which is cute, but, I mean, they have a lot of issues. So, there's issues with people posting non-consensual stuff, with people posting, like, underage stuff, and people say that Pornhub is really slow to take that stuff down, so there's a lot of, like, mm, no good stuff about it. Yeah. Um, also, something silly that I found is, I guess that there's an issue on Pornhub where people will actually post, um non-sexual movies, like non-pornographic movies Oh my god to get away with copyright longer with copyright infringement longer so like people will put bootleg movies on Pornhub and give it like a porn title in the hopes that they'll get away with it being distributed for longer. so
0: (laughs) (laughs) Green swamp monster gets fucked by Small King. (laughs) Dude, I'm gonna tell you.
1: So there were two that I saw that were really funny. So one of them was they had put Hamilton on it, but the title for Hamilton was Revolutionary Boys Get Dirty on American Politics. (laughs) And then someone had also uploaded Puss in Boots, and Uh (laughs) the title for that was Hardcore Pussy Gets Wrecked. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I just thought that was a fun little fact. And then the last thing I'll talk about is OnlyFans. That's another big name in this industry right now. This started in 2016, really exploded during the pandemic. But it's a membership-based platform, so creators can charge their, like, followers to actually view their content. And it actually, there's a lot of positive stuff about OnlyFans. It kind of guards their content more. Like, it's harder to steal content from someone on OnlyFans. You can't even take screenshots. You can get in trouble for doing that. And then creators actually get a decent amount of the money. They get 80% of the profit they make, and the site gets 20.
0: That's pretty smart. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of women willing to do sex work, but just don't feel like it's safe. Pretty smart. Exactly. Anyways, that's all I got. Wow. That's cool that we studied two completely different divergent topics about the same one. I also learned about pornography, but I didn't want to learn about the history. Believe me, I know about porn. <laughs> I don't know if you believe <laughs> what I said at the beginning of this episode where I said, I don't know what porn is. No. I know what porn is. Okay. <laughs> but I was interested in the behind the scenes stuff. Like, what? How do they even make porn? Like, what are the circumstances surrounding who are in porn. So I wanted to know, I started with three questions. I always got to tell you why I googled up in case you guys are like, where where am I getting my sources and you can't call me a liar because I'm citing my sources. That's smart. Good
1: job because I you. never cite mine. I just put it out there.
0: Well, well, <laughs> I looked up three things. I looked up how does filming porn work, mm-hmm. what does a porn set look like, and then okay. I looked up is sex work harming, Harmful? Interesting. Is it harmful or is it harming? Oh, my God. Less. Harmful or... Harmless. Beneficial. Oh. Yeah, I guess harmless is a better word. <laughs> Interesting. Good question. I had two websites that I went to to find most of my information. One is called sexworkersproject.org and Urban Justice Centers. I want to make sure that these sources weren't, like, seedy, so these are, like, from what I could tell, they're reputable Publicly funded organizations that serve to promote democracy for um, all people, uh, but specifically for the people that have been marginalized. And so I was like, okay, I feel like I could trust this article then. Yeah, interesting. So I ended up also finding an article uh, just from looking up one of those questions now. And it was talking about, like, what are the conditions of hardcore porn sets and. That's what the article's called. I didn't actually read Whoa. about the report. <laughs> 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 but there's a quote someone wrote that said, anything but sexy. The hours are long and uh, grueling. The sets are stifling because the buzzing AC and fans have to be turned off. And oh. they don't smell great. So they literally got to do what we did to you every single time we filmed an episode at your apartment <laughs> in the middle of the summer. We gotta turn your AC down <laughs> and your fan. <laughs> so for the whole time, they're filming get nothing of that. Wow. Really empathize with that struggle, man. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Yeah. And it said, like you said, in the early 2000s, a lot of porn was like on adult film, you know, mm. and it was concentrated in studios set in California, the San Fernando Valley, but it, or just because that area was low rent and it was close to the movie business. So, like, if you had, like, people who worked in Hollywood, you know, but doing low mm-hmm. meaning, like, menial work, they would, on the side, go shoot for the sets for these pornos, because they had the actresses and the stuff, but they needed, like, do lighting people to do the sound people to help with editing so all these people who you know whose names you normally wouldn't see in hollywood are a little safer to go do these side projects and they also weren't getting paid very much so they're like oh extra money for me interesting but then by 2007 the internet went cray cray as we all heard you know infamous videos such as you know, the meme ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the boy who goes by your he, You know, that was 2007. My ho. <laughs> My, ha. My ho, ho. See, everybody knows that one. That was her 2007, you guys. If you don't feel old, just wait. You will in 10 years. <laughs> wow, yeah, that is wild. Holy Unless holy. you're six and listening to this, you'll still be relatively young.
1: In which, which is
0: case, most of our audience are six year olds. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this 10 years in the future, some shit's probably happening, and you are, for whatever reason, allowed to listen to this nonsense. In which case, go brush your teeth and get ready for bed. <laughs> and don't come back until tomorrow <laughs> <don't> morning. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> oh, boy. You're not allowed to listen to this. IF YOU'RE NOT 18 PLUS, DO NOT LISTEN TO THIS! <laughs> YOU HAVE TO WAIT TILL LITERALLY THE DAY YOU TURN 18! IF YOUR BIRTHDAY IS FEBRUARY 29TH, literally. THEN GUESS YOU GOTTA WAIT TILL NEXT YEAR! CAUSE IT'S A LEAP YEAR, BABY! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> ANYWAYS! Um, so then when the internet went crazy, all the people were like, OH HELL NO! WHY THE FUCK ARE WE PAYING FOR THESE REAL STUDIOS? Now we got the internet. We don't have to drive out over here. These people can edit from far away. So a bunch of people were like, all right, let's just set up in Terry's basement, Jennifer's house. Uh, When Rick's not at his lake house on the weekends, we could go film there. And uh, I'll call dibs on Rick's house Tuesday. You could film there on Wednesday. So they just all share their houses with each other. And then since it's like a relatively small area, they like all knew the editors and stuff. So it was like... It was just, like, a lot easier for them to do stuff, not at a site anymore. Interesting. So that's when you see, like, the amateur porn. Or, like, the porn that's shot, like, amateur porn, but isn't really amateur porn. And uh, so then I was like, okay. Oh, faux amateur porn. Exactly. P-A-U-S. (laughs) Famature. Famature. Wait, how do you spell faux? Oh, F-A-U-X, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was like, that's not how the word faux looks in my head. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so then I was on this whole thing, and I was like, wow, this sex work is so interesting. So I was like, I wonder what other, like, behind-the-scenes knowledge there is about sex works that, like, we don't really know and it's actually very competitive like you wouldn't think so but it is pretty competitive and they said that like women make the most in the industry but women i guess get to because they're the ones that take on more of the risk with everything um they're they can itemize what they charge whoever's you know filming it so they charge Mm -hmm. for like vaginal penetration anal penetration if they put toys up their butt if they get cum in their eye like they charge for all of that stuff and it's like you go girl and uh, there is like a male porn star that they ask and they're like well don't you think it's a little unfair and he's like no because if a man is also being the one who's being penetrated he also can itemize it's just that we choose not to be penetrated so then we take the less pay Yeah, yeah, I like that. that, That's pretty fucking fair, like, that's that's fair. I like that, yeah. You know, giving more without taking away, that's kind of how society should model it, you know? Yeah,
1: why don't we take a note from the porn industry and model
0: society around it? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Don't penalize them if they don't want it. Like, Like, it's so uh, everybody could do it, but they just say, like, if you don't want to do it, that's it. Like, that's your pay. <laughs> You're like, alright. I could have, right. but I didn't want to. So, I, I get it. It's my fault. Interesting. But that's not to say the porn industry is great, you guys. So, mm. there's another woman that they interviewed. Her name was o- Aurora Snow. And I guess she's a famous porn actress. Honestly, I'm a little scared I'm going to get a virus. I'm going to so I haven't looked these names up but I'm sure you can find them on Instagram oh yeah probably but um, she was kind of saying like the expectations versus realities of being a porn star are so different from what you think like you see all these women in porns and the guys they're always like in like immaculate clothing you know dressed to the nines having their makeup on and she's like porn stars travel with a suitcase and it's often our own money that goes into paying for our own costumes and the makeup is our own and they're like we pay for a lot of our own stuff out of our own pocket and we don't get that reimbursed so Ooh. yeah it was just very very interesting and when they film and then I got into like all the filming rules and stuff and they're saying that there's some porns I guess I thought those were European, but I guess Americans do it too. It's like the, a kind of porn they said where like you grab people off the streets, and then you, it's like, you're like, hey, I'll pay you $50 if you love me. Fuck you or my man. And the people are like, okay. And then you fuck e- they fuck each other in their car. So I guess those skits or whatever she was saying, she's like, those types of skits, the people are usually never – randos that you find off the street because it's very very like well documented especially because with all the issues of pornhub and stuff they like, oh consent is so important I, I shouldn't have said that consent is very important Ground <laughs> tone because that's super important you guys. but but she was saying like because how, of how more, pe- how many more people are becoming more aware of the fact that people are being taken advantage because of sex work and sex industry stuff. Um, other like big name studios are are filming little segments and stuff now to make sure that people know, like, hey, this actress wasn't coerced and da 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 da. She was not high or strung out on drugs. She made this choice of sound mind, you know. Interesting. So she's saying because that has become so strict now, like a lot of the, like, especially if you're looking at studio quality work, they're like, those have higher production values and bigger budgets and the actresses are usually a little better at, you know, acting. So, it will look real, but then they're like, but always make sure, like, at the end of a video, if there's a consent thing, then you could probably have watched it, consumed it, with guilt-free, but if there's not a consent video there, it's very difficult to see if it's actually... Yeah, interesting. Then, another article from the social justice website was talking about, and I wrote the quote down because I was like, ooh, that hits so hard, but maybe I was really high, but the quote was, um, can a yes really be a yes if a no is not a safe option. And we'll get into what that quote means in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just some food for thought. Think about it for a little bit, and, you know, mm, sample it, let it settle mm-hmm. in your brain. No, 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 no. That's a phrase we're gonna come <laughs> back to visit just shortly. Okay, guys. So then, some of the other things she's talked about, like the real life conditions of a porn set too, and she is saying like actresses and actors can be expected to be on the set for anywhere from three hours to twenty two whole fucking hours. Wow. And that if a scene ends up getting cancelled because somebody gets sick or blah 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 blah, everybody goes home and nobody gets paid. So Dang. it's considered like so there she was saying like it makes really it makes it very, very difficult for actors to come out against a public Uh, producer and stuff because the community is so tight knit like you'll see one actor here and then they'll like appear in another actor catalog over there like because if you get blacklisted by one company who does do like the bare minimum to safeguard your ass they'll all blacklist you and then you're like out of a living and then like even though you did the right thing you have no way to actually reinforce your position and make it so that you don't lose your job because there's no sex rights like that Mm. sex worker rights so, she, he was saying, or the girl was saying that um, it really fucking sucks, though. So, a lot of newbies will get taken advantage of and not be able to, like, like who are you going to tattle on? Like, there's no HR for the porn uh, industry. It's like, you uh, just have to hope that the people who are producing your film are, like, you know, somewhat decent human beings. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, pretty sad and male performers like the women have to be ready and on call all the time and you know be touched up like some of them don't eat in order to like not bloat in the middle of it or because they're about to do some spicy scenes they can't eat because spicy geladas might come out so they don't want to do that so they have to starve all day the men have to pop viagra pill after viagra pill for as long as they need to shoot for And they said, like, oftentimes the men aren't even doing anything. They're just walking around boners and shit, jerking off and touching their (laughs) (laughs) co-stars. This is is not me being heinous. This is from the article. The guy will be jerking off and grabbing his co-stars' junk just so that he can stay hard for wow. the next scene and then she he was saying he's like at that point it's not even sex anymore it's literally work and the moment yeah. you're spending so much effort just like trying to be like don't go flat don't go flat then you're not gonna get paid oh <laughs> that's intense and that would make me
1: like less sex in real life more yeah like, sex less
0: in and, life more. yeah uh, yeah it would like, make right. sex less pleasurable right so then I was like, well, then how do porn stars have healthy relationships outside yeah. of porn? Because your typical average Joe or J- Josephina doesn't, you know, do that. So they're, you know, you see something enough, yet eventually become kind of numb to it. Like if you say the word hello, 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 over and over and over again, at some point it's going to mean less. And you're going to be like, is it a real word? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, like they would get desensitized. Yeah, from sex. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this sh- the actress was saying she's like she has a boyfriend who's very open-minded, and she has what they almost would describe as like an open relationship. And she says sh- she says they just communicate, and we don't put limits on who each other fucks. And and she even made a stipulation afterwards. She's like, when I'm fucking for work, it's for work. There's no emotions involved. I'm not getting to know anybody. But when I'm at home, I'm fucking for intimacy, and I'm making a deeper connection with somebody I love and figuring out what they like and what they don't like. And I was like, oh, that's like a good way to think of it. <coughs> because at work, they tell you exactly what they want to see. You don't get to, like, explore or care about what the other person wants. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then, some sources also said porn stars have to do a lot of ad lib scenes, so they'll be like, all hey, right take it from here and figure out what the hell we're doing next <laughs> and they're just oh. like huh? so they have to do that too you know and i was like that's kind of stressful like they have to improvise yeah and then that's girls have to take several days off in between work like that's why yeah. they can't have a sex a sex schedule because they're saying like some women have to take several days after a shot to heal up or uh, some yeah. women are good to go literally the next day, but they thought they'd get their shit kicked in, so they scheduled several days off, and now they're out of a job, you know? Interesting. Then I was like, okay, well, what about fluffers? Do you know what a fluffer is? I do know what a fluffer is. So apparently they're not real anymore. Or they haven't been since the film industry changed. To digital. If you're too young to know what a fluffer is, but it's basically someone who's—it's well, a myth—a mythical position. <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> its a mythical position that existed long, long ago when the two towers still stood. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh,
1: no. is it too soon? But, uh, to uh, I mean, I guess it is a marker of time, right? <laughs> yeah. But long
0: before, and it's about the same year. Ew, yeah. that was probably a little crude, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> but it was probably around that time- Oh shit, I lost my train of thought. A time of the two times here... I have to remind and talk, talk myself <laughs> through my life. <laughs> oh yeah, what a fluffer is! Anyways, so back in those days, it, they used to have to keep the guys hard, but like, I guess... Guys, like once it's out of your head, out of sight, out of bone. I guess. So, out of sight, out of bone. Get it? So it's like, it's like they don't have object permanence like babies. If they leave the room, they forget what the woman looks like in their bonus. So, yeah. Out of sight, out of bone. So we have to, like, <laughs> they have to, like, stay near somebody or something that will keep them horny, you know? Otherwise, this guy's going to be popping pills left to right. It's like, that's not healthy, so the employment of some fluffers is necessary in long filming days. But, I mean, it probably wasn't even a real job. But, hmm. someone did say it's true that they were asked to bend over during a scene once because the porn star needed help getting hard, and he thought... the. Producer on set who happened to be a girl was cute. So even though she wasn't being the one who was being, you know, penetrated in the film, she still had to, like, let people objectify her so that they could get off. And she's like, and that's just the kind of work it is. Like, if you're too, like, black and white and. She didn't say this, but I figured, I guess, if you're too black or white or narrow or straight laced, it would be very difficult for you to accept working in. The sex industry because a lot of the things that you typically would think of are like red flags would not be considered red flags in sex work yeah that makes sense but whether or not they're not red flags because all the red flags are so fucking inherently dangerous is a different topic it's like, see you know you just never really know it's just it's just interesting but then I was like, OK, so if fluffers weren't real. What else was real? So then they start talking about the reality of like how you stay safe on a porn set. And these are actual comments from people who work in the porn industry. And they're saying like there is onset abuse, but you can't speak out of it because of the reasons I said before they said that there's improv sex scenes and sometimes that can be problematic for a girl especially because if a guy suggests like let's go do this next and she's like uh no i just got my ears pierced yesterday and that's really gonna hurt so it's like those that was that's probably not what happened but imagine it's worse (laughs) but but that happens and then they're saying um Supposedly, And I remember this being a law, because I remember I voted on it or something. Oh, no, we didn't vote on it, but it's up on the ballot during time when I was old enough to vote in California. But it's basically the thing where it's like uh, producers are supposed to make their workers s- drug tests and screen tests every two weeks to see if they have yeah. STDs. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're saying that so few companies in the porn industry will do this for their employees that it often has to come out of their own pockets. Ooh. And then because producers are so hung up on needing actors, they're they're not as stringent about their people being two-week screeners. So they'll be like, mm. Ah, you were good four weeks ago. I really need you in this. Let's go. And then they also said, like co-workers who've been with each other before are less likely to hold them up to the same, like, industry standard of two weeks because it's like, ah, last week you didn't have gonorrhea. You probably don't have it now. Let's go. Oh, that's not good. Yep. And then they said, um, there okay, now here's the, here's where that quote I was saying comes from, you know? Can a yes really be a yes if the no was never a safe option? So, and, uh, like, more popular or more affluent production industries that film porn at the beginning or the end of a video they always have like a a segment (laughs) i don't watch porn i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) anyways so the whole thing about the yes being a yes so at the end of porn videos they'll often film a thing that was it's It'll be of the person, like, before they film and after the f- I, they film, I guess. Um, I actually don't know if it's after they film. But for sure, like, at some point they're, like, before. But the lady is just like, yeah, I'm here, sound might. I'm not drunk. I'm not on drugs. I uh, gave my consent. And then they'll be like, did you, did, did we coerce you into doing any of the scenes? She's like, no, I did them all. I wanted to do, I consented to all the things, the scenes we filmed today. But... They said that the problem with these is that they film these before the actual Ah, sex acts have occurred. Or, they do this before the actresses and actors get paid, so Ah. if you don't give them a glowing review, then they withhold your pay, because if you don't have a glowing review, if they don't have, like, if you say no, they can't release that film, and if they don't release that film, nobody gets paid. So your single no as the sole person who has to give consent and it's usually the woman or the one being penetrated it is literally they trick you into thinking yeah it's your power but because there's no oversight that holds these producers accountable for you know not creating a positive workplace environment for these people that are filming they like Have to say yes, otherwise, they are not only hurting their own prospects, you know, but they are also openly making a hostile work environment for themselves because now their coworkers are pissed at them because their coworkers aren't going to get paid and they're also tired as fuck. And your boss is going to blacklist you from all the other porno sites, and lo and behold, those were the only ones that were doing the bare minimum to take care of you. So, like, between a rock and a hard place, like, if I say yes, Everything's fine, and everybody has consent. But if I say no, I'm fucked. So mm. can you really say no if you're really fucked if you say no? Mm-mm-mm. So I was like, oh, that's a strong quote. I'm write that down. Yeah, that was and a good quote. Yeah, that was a good one. And then um, they were saying some. these were some other sex porn starts little details that I thought were interesting. They're saying if you've ever seen like a crazy Porto video and you're like, whoa, that's a nuts scene. They're like, that scene probably lasted under five minutes long, not 15 like you see it. And (gasps) the the editor is so good that we were most likely only doing it for 30 second bursts then switching positions but it was really us taking a break in between and stretching. (laughs) Wow. I was like, that's really interesting because I've never seen porn before, but when (laughs) I do. (laughs) And we all believe you. I've never seen porn before, but when I do, I'm going to look for those transition scenes. In fact, I'm going (laughs) to look up a video specifically only for the transition scenes, just to see if I can see them. Yeah. yeah, for research purposes. I'll get back to you guys next week on how my research goes. Please do. Then they're saying um, they have to take a picture set, which is like a photo shoot of, like, the still. So, like, if you imagine, like, travel back to blockbusters with me, and you're watching, like, you're looking at the VHS cover, you know, how there's always, like, a picture still where they all got their tits and their dick out, and it's, like, rock hard, and they're in position, and they're making, like, the weird, like, He's got his dick over her lips, and she's, like, heading backwards. They have to hold that pose for several minutes as the photographer takes them so that the photographer can get the best shot that they'll put on the VHS. And they're saying, like, that's not even in the middle of the actual sex video, which I guess makes sense, but that they have to literally plan for these photo shoots before or after they get filming done. That makes a
1: lot of sense. I was like, like, like Whoa. I mean, production-wise, that makes sense. But yeah. you don't think about
0: that when you think about porn. Yeah. So it's but like it yeah, takes forever to shoot porn. And they're saying that if you go to a place where the jobs are pre- specifically for porn, prepare for this work set environment to smell like, and I quote, sweat, piss, and pussy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 this that's the S-double-D, or S-double-P's. S-p-square. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it said that men have to stay hard in between set scenes. So, like, maybe one scene you're over here filming outside, but oh, shit, we're about to lose daylight, so we gotta go to this side. So, they literally gotta, like, pump their own dicks for, like, a little while until the next scene starts to go. So, like, they Uh. must... I wonder how much lube they use in a month.
1: So much lube and so much Viagra.
0: Oh, could you imagine being a porn star? I guess you wouldn't, ha- you couldn't be squeamish about this type of stuff. But I would yeah. be so grossed out if, like, I walked into an Airbnb and I put my <laughs> hand on the railing and it's just like covered in strawberry lube. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> disgusting! I'd be horrified. Disgusting, absolutely. No way! That is a gross scenario. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I guess you'd have to have a crew that cleans up or, wow, you're fucked. Then I went hardcore into the social justice warrior stuff. Don't worry, guys, I'm not a 100% snowflake, okay? I'm 120% snowflake. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) <laughs> but I looked up the porn problem this is for the but should I support the porn industry or should I shit on the porn industry mm. and it's like the like, is porn good or is it bad like the ultimate leftist problem and the ultimate right ultimate right is if you do porn you're a bitch and you go to hell and the ultimate left is if you do porn you're just making it worse for everybody else who's getting sex trafficked it's not good for anybody two very similar um, questions or philosophies, but two very different ways of suggesting how to fix the problem.
1: So I was like, okay,
0: I'm not gonna solve the problem, but I'll give you the tools to debate the ethics of it yourself. So one of them is to porn or not to porn, is it consent? And you already talked about this, so I'm not gonna talk about it again, but it is incredibly difficult, they said, to really determine if somebody really did something online with consent because, anybody can fake anything and the only real way to make sure it's consentful is to create this is now my two cents the only way to really make sure people are actually giving valid consent is to create agencies that have the power to really reinforce the fact that people are not following laws so also to you need an hr yeah and to also you know make laws to protect these people who are doing the work you know But that's my two cents. Then they're saying also the exit interview problem, as I said before. You never really know if the lady was really giving her full consent because she was never really free to say no. Mm -hmm. And then the idea of OnlyFans. And they're saying, like, you can do OnlyFans, but there is also, like, and it's a lot safer for some people, but at the same time, it comes with its own caveats, you know? Mm -hmm. It could be, like, you start pushing your own sexual boundaries or for limitations, like for a dude, maybe he's never wanted to shove a toothpaste bottle up his butthole. (laughs) But he feels like he has to because if he doesn't, he's gonna lose subscribers and he's not gonna make his monthly rent quota. So it's like he doesn't really want to, but now he has to because it's his livelihood, depending on But I feel like that's just their version of a worker dilemma because I think we all have... Not to say, you know, we can't compare, but we can compare, like, the tribulations. I think we all have that, like, that that struggle with how much of my time and, you know, that time do we have to sacrifice for work to make it work out. Maybe that's just the sex worker version of it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. man. No, No way to know. And then there's the sexual harassment. Like, there are some psychos out there. And the mm-hmm. people who are usually gonna be psychos on the internet about sex are psychos in real life too. And mm-hmm. dangerous sexual horn dogs are violent sexual horn dogs. <laughs> this is from another website called Open Society Foundations. And this is the group that works on making sure that there's advocates for everybody in the world and that people are looking out for social welfare. Real social type of stuff. So if you don't care about people, you probably won't care about what I wanna say. Uh, yeah i just i I just inadvertently called you a people-hating asshole (laughs) wow (laughs) guess if you don't care about people you probably don't want to listen to this but a bunch of people are like yeah i'm a hole. (laughs) all (laughs) right okay i guess i can't stop you but um the the question that this article asked is is sex work harmful And they said well Sex work in itself cannot really be harmful or not harmful or neutral, but it is the criminalization and stigma that makes sex work circumstantially harmful, which is true. Because if you imagine a world like a utopia where everybody could consent and you didn't have to worry about people being liars, sex work wouldn't be bad because it would always only be people who are in it for correct reasons like anybody else who's doing work is I want money and I'm good at this you know Yeah. but when you create all that stigma and all the laws that criminalize sex work and stuff you really push people into corners to do or to cut corners or take advantage of people who are really down on their luck so Mm -hmm. it's like it's true to a certain extent like sex work in itself like I could see it totally like it's neutral it's not either this or that but it's what we do to people who are in sex work that makes it so bad for everybody Mm Mhm. which is why i don't Mm -hmm. watch porn and i never will
1: (laughs) oh boy linda you're adding to the stigma when you do that (laughs) i'm just joking guys i watch porn
0: there it is that better (laughs) now (laughs) <laughs> well, guys, that, that's all I learned about Pornillion. It was very interesting. I'm very interested in, like, social justice type of stuff. I think this is going to be a very informative episode. Oh, I think so, too. I learned a lot. Oh, did I? Made a lot of jokes. The, had a lot of
1: imagining jokes. Imagining how the set smells. What was it? Sweat piss and pussy. Pussy. Yep. <laughs> So gross, <laughs> yeah,
0: like ew, I get but grossed also, out. Ugh. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. It really <laughs> does, doesn't it? You're just <laughs> like, yikes, it's a lot, <laughs> <So> man. <gross. sighs> I mean, lots of lo- sometimes I, I don't know how people in the sex industry do it. If I were a dude, I would be a bottom because <laughs> I am not a power of anything. I get tired fast, (laughs) I don't know how men do it, just even like, holding things, like, sometimes you gotta hold a leg, I'm just like, I'm done, no, I'm not Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. that, (laughs) I would be a horrible man, I would need me like an overactive, strong builder woman to, (laughs) to do everything for me, like, she can use my body to do what she wants, I just wanna lay (laughs) there. I, I, w- I would be a horrible porn star, which is why it's like, people who do do porn and have pride in their work, don't take that from this, that shit's fucking hard. Yeah, good the for them, in- I couldn't
1: pun- do it. it. <laughs> every, every one of my porns would be in the dark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, just be a black screen. <laughs> I have to, I'd have to, to put tape over my mouth and be like, oh, because, real, real story, guys, one time... I went to Las Vegas and got a dance from a stripper, and she had to put tell me to shut up and sh- sh- shushed me, because I was so awkward the whole time. And the worst part is, it was a woman. She doesn't have anything that I don't have. Why was I so weird? God. You ever just think about the moments in your life, like, I'll be dying 50 years from now, and it'll be like flashbacks of poignant moments of my life, and that moment where a stripper shushed me is gonna be one of them. Just like, I'm ready to go, guys! I'm ready to die! Ah, flashback of my proudest moments in life, and then that stripper, shh, Just like, God, why am I so weird? Why can't I just, why can't I just get a dance from a stripper? I can't just let her do her job, I had to make small talk, like, how was your day? That is so funny. <laughs> so sad. So sad. How was your day? What brings you here today? That's exactly what I said. said, how'd you come to find yourself in a place like this? And I was like, oh, don't answer uh, that. <laughs> that I'm is is so, so funny. Cringe is so <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's so hard to be me sometimes. She shushed you? She did, she shushed me. It's like, it makes me laugh when I think about it, but at the time I remember being like kinda drunk and going, Oh my god, why am I so fucking weird? I just got shushed by a stripper. There that is, is so funny. There's nothing more sad that than getting a, f- a one-year-old child to shush you. You should never be getting shushed by a stripper! They're supposed to want to talk to you! <laughs> You
1: know what, Linda? I think we should add stripper or
0: stripping to our topics. Yes. I want to know how hard is it, can I do it, and how much money do I make? (laughs) Wait, flip two (laughs) and three around. How hard is it, how much money can I make? What else do I need to do? (laughs) (laughs) And where do I send my application? Where do I sign up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're going to add that to the box. Because I've seen the Chippendales and Thunder from Down Under. And it was a
0: fun time. I want to go.
1: When I saw Thunder from Down Under, it was in this tiny, like... It was over in Lincoln City, Oregon. Oh. In a, in a casino there. <laughs> oh. And, like, obviously, they brought their, like, B-teams <laughs> <laughs> to this, like, tiny show in the boonies. And so one guy was so drunk. Like, the whole time, he was just, like, swaying and closing his eyes.
0: No. <laughs> no. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a oh, fun time. <laughs> I forgot to add. The lady also said no set stinks worse than fetish sets. And I was like, fetish <sighs> sets. And then I was like, oh, there's some people whose literal fetish is to literally fucking eat poop. I it's was gonna say a lot it. of
1: poop stuff. Yes, poop and like farting and, like, in a cake, food, yeah, farting at
0: pee, putting P. bugs in you, like ugh, ugh, <laughs> like, ugh, just nasty oh. as shit. Uh, that's really gross. <laughs> not to not to cake shame anybody. Your fetish is your own, but I'm yeah, allowed my opinions, and, and, and they don't harm you. <laughs> You do you, but also ill. You do you, but also (laughs) ill. Ew. Well, guys. Do you hear that? (laughs) This episode really, more than anything, made up for our shorter episode the other week.
1: For sure. This is going to be a long one, but. I feel like the best pornography usually has long ones.
0: Yes. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I've never seen porn. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Did I pass? Did I pass
1: the test? I wouldn't know but
0: <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Is the audience gaslighting me not knowing whether or not I've seen porn before or not? Do you they think they truly they're not going to know? It's a mystery. Has she or hasn't Mm-mm. she? That's the survey it's... question. Has Linda ever seen porn? <laughs> Probably not. I don't even know what it is. Porn? Well, that looks like a cue to me. It's corn. The <laughs> cue?
1: Point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. ring, 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 ring,